This is Right Now Word with Pastor Kingsley Osei. We are glad that you have joined us for this great time of preaching and teaching of the Word of God. Enjoy this life-changing experience. Job was asked to let go everything that he knew was able to save him. But Job wanted God to increase in his life as opposed to decrease in his life. I want you to listen to this carefully. A conventional Christian life will never produce a supernatural kingdom life. You cannot want it all easy, all your way. This is something that Job didn't plan for himself. He had no idea that was part of his journey. He had no idea. Can you imagine being Job? You're there minding your own business. The Bible starts off with him offering sacrifices to God, an indication that his life was perfect, perfectly in alignment with God. And as he was there, enjoying his life, God and the devil were debating about his status and his life. Sometimes you don't know the essence of God's purpose concerning what you're going through. You don't know the testimony that God is building concerning your life. How incredible it was for Job, an innocent man, but his life was so impressive even to the Lord that the Lord was able to confidently brag about Job. God will bring you to your destination even if the path doesn't look like what you thought it should look like. Don't carve your own way on behalf of God. Let God be God in all areas of your life. Most times, most times Christians are looking for an answer when they should be looking for an understanding. The Bible says in all your gettings, get understanding. Sometimes you don't need an answer, you need understanding. Job didn't need an answer, he needed understanding of God's work in his life. That's where a conversation takes place. A dialogue between you and God takes place. Instead of, saying, instead of saying, why me? You should be saying, Lord, it is me. I want to understand what I should learn from this. In this pandemic, a lot of people are looking for solutions. They should be asking God as to why the world is in the predicament that the world is in. If a political party lost, you shouldn't be looking for solutions. You should be asking why they lost. not fabricating and conjuring up things. Are you listening to me? I'm speaking to the situation. You got church folks going up in arms, putting all their confidence in God as as though their God has gone off the throne. Where where is your God? No matter how you twist and turn scripture, it doesn't make sense if God can use an evil man as Nero for his purpose. You cannot expect a conventional Christian life and discover and receive a supernatural life. God unlimited in your life means, write this down, means these three things. The, number one, the first one, there's no time limitation to him. He works in the past. He works in the present and he works in the future. No time limitation to him. That also means he's the only one that can go to your past to right all the wrongs that is affecting you today. 
He can also go into your future to prepare something for you. Watch this now. And come back to your present and prepare you for it. When David said, he prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemy. When he said that, the table had not been prepared yet before him. He was being chased. Psalm 23, even though I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, it came out of um, uh, Saul chasing after him. But David knew that the, all of that was working for eventually his table being prepared in the presence of his enemies. The manifestation of that is seen in when he brought Saul's uh, family, Mephibosheth, around that table. That table had already been prepared for him. David knew and saw that before the table was prepared. At that time, he was running from the shadow of death, but he knew that all things were going to work together for his good. He was giving him a testimony so that when Dave goes on the throne, he will understand the essence, the power, the sovereignty, the ability of God, that no matter who tries, as long as David takes God and allow himself to be wrapped up in the power and the authority of God. There's nothing that can be done to him. That's how David walked with chest high because he'd already been through the wilderness. He wouldn't been through the desert. He knew that there's nothing that, if Saul couldn't take me down, if an inside job in Absalom could not take me down, then nobody can take me down. There was an instant where Saul's family visibly, publicly were going after him, public embarrassing him and saying, you have stolen the, the throne from my family. And David's servants went to David and said, should we destroy that family so that they will leave you alone forever? Yeah. <laughs> David said, no, leave them alone. Let them proclaim their insult about me. There's nothing they can do that can affect what God is doing in me. There's nothing. Why? Because David knew he had God. He wrapped up himself. I would take God. Even if my father and my mother forsake me, my God will find me. My God will seek after me. My God will discover me. Even if I'm lost in the wilderness, ah, as the deer pens for the water broke, so my soul pens for you. I'm going to come after you. You are my everything. You are my shield. You are my buckler. You are my everything. Are you listening to me? As a believer, I don't worry about the power that I don't have. My focus is on the power that he has. Number one, no time limitation. Number two, no power limitation. Number three, no personal limitation to him. No personal limitation to him. My God is the kind of God that can get a donkey to speak. Donkeys are going to talk. Angels are going to show up. He can even use the work of the devil for his own good. You have meant it for evil, but the whole time you had no idea that God was meaning it for good on my behalf. There's no limitation to God in the past, in the present, and in the future that can stop God from what he's declared and decided concerning your life. Amen. God unlimited also means there's no restrictions to him in the, in the formation of your character. If there's something that is nagging and taking away your future and your blessings, is a character flaw, like Samson had, like Saul had, like Gehazi had, like Judas had, like Peter had. God's ability is so effective that all you got to do is let his word in and simply obey. Are you listening to me? And simply obey. The world is like, the world is like all of us in a dark place. That's what the world is like. When you blindfold somebody, I'm going to use Pastor Rita for a second. Pastor Rita, come here. This wasn't planned. It's by the leadership of the Holy Spirit. But I promise you, I'm going to love you. Hallelujah. Come over here. You come over here. You stay right here. Bless. Doesn't she look amazing? Bless the Lord. 
I'm going home with her today. Who are you going home with? I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I don't want to go to that church anymore. I'm not married. The pastor keep teasing me about his wife. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's stay back in the anointing. So the world is a word of darkness. You know why we know that? Because darkness shortens your sight. You don't know what's going to happen the next minute. You have no idea what I'm about to say in the next second until I say it. That's what darkness is. That's what, when the Bible says the world is the dark place and the light came and darkness could not comprehend. I'm going to show you what that means. So the world is a dark place. Nobody knows tomorrow. But God holds us. I want you to hold this and just pull it wherever you want. Just pull it wherever you want. See, this is how God operates in darkness with us. We have him. The word is a dark place. I have so much trust in him and who's pulling me that my, with my eyes closed, I go wherever I want. I go wherever I want. I go wherever I want. I go. So this is what Job was being asked to do as my eyes is still closed. Keep holding on to that. This is what Job was asked to do because this is the world that everybody lives in. Nobody knows tomorrow. Nobody knew who was going to win the election. We know that. <laughs> Nobody knew what tomorrow held. Nobody knows. So when you trust him, he knows everything. His power is not limited by darkness. He came and darkness could not comprehend. So they were trying to ask Job to let go of God and try to navigate his life through life, trying to navigate his life through his destiny and purpose. But he said, I will not curse God and die. Why? Because I want to be able to hold on to him. As long as he lives, I live. As long as he lives, I live. As long as he's God, I'm going to be around. I know my Redeemer liveth. Thank you, Pastor. Let's put our hands together for Pastor Rita. You have a heavenly father who wants to be part of all of your lion's den predicaments. He wants to be part of your pit abandonments. He wants to be part of your prison hardships. He wants to be part of your pandemic experiences. He wants to be part of your Red Sea hurdles. He wants to be part of your fiery furnace crises. He wants to be part of your life challenges. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him penetrate through. If there's something about you, about your life, that when the Lord through his word tells you, this is going to harm your marriage. This is going to harm your future. This is going to harm your ministry. This is going to harm your vocation. This is going to harm your character. This is going to harm your status. This is going to harm your name. A good name is better than riches. This is going, that character of yours, that pride, that carnality, that gossip, that slandering, that, that immorality, that fornication is going to ruin you. He's simply saying, yes, your eyes is closed in this world like everybody else. Just hold on to my unchanging hand and let me lead you because those flaws are going to destroy you and bring public shame to you. Let me lead you. Let me hold your hand. God is speaking to somebody because of where he wants to bring you. Let me lead you. Let me help you. And everybody was telling Job, let go of the status of your relationship with God and keep all the other status. And he said, no, no, I'm not going to let it go. I'm not going to let him go. You may not understand why and how. You just need to understand that God is in charge. One thing that is for sure with God, you will not receive it if you do not embrace him. You will not receive it if you don't embrace him. 
Many people are looking for the other things. Many people want the other things. People are looking for the other things. They are in a job, but they're not interested in a salary. They just want the benefits. He says, by this purpose, the Son of Man came that to win those who were lost, to save those who were lost. People don't want to be saved. They want the benefits. People want the other things. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And then all these other things can be added, will be added unto you. God's laying out foundations in our lives through this series. God's laying out foundations in our lives. People are looking for the other things. God will not cast his pearls before swine. Seek to grow in him. Grow in your relationship with him. God wants to be illimitable in your relationships. He's not just all-powerful in power. He's also all-powerful in your character. He wasn't just all-powerful in Job's status and health and wealth and life. He wasn't just all-powerful in that. The devil, thought Job, the devil thought God only loved Job because of this. And Job's relationship was only based on this. So the devil says, the devil said, you take away this and this is gone. God says, no, that's not the kind of relationship I have with Job. I, I pray that God will give you that understanding, that commitment, that desire, that this will be your testimony also. The devil said, take away all of this and this is going to be gone. God says, no, our relationship is not based on this. It's not based on the flashiness. It's not based on the glitz. It's not based on the lights. It's not based on the effects. It's not based on the, on the benefits. Our relationship is this. It's this. You take away all the money, I still have God. You take away all that natural things, I still have God. Because life is deeper than what the eyes can see. God wants to be eliminable in your relationships, in your finances, in your ministries. God's called you to a ministry. God's called you to a ministry. Everybody in this church must be a partaker of something that is causing the church to move forward. Everybody in this church should be part of something that is helping the church of the living God move forward. Everybody can serve somewhere. It breaks my heart when children's ministry comes in and says, we need more teachers. And these people come in and say, we need more teachers. Every part of this body of Christ needs to be relevant in some place, some capacity in the church. Now, if you come and we don't have a ministry for you, be patient. Be pa work with us. Are you listening to me? Work with that. Don't use that as an excuse never to serve again. Well, I went to the pastor. I went to them and I told them I wanted to do it. They didn't allow me to do so. I'm not serving God anymore. You came out of pride. You were looking for something for yourself. But you are working with us. Are you listening to me? You are working. But everybody should have the desire and the eager to want to do something for the kingdom of God. God was eliminable in all of Job's life. God was eliminable in his, in his health. So the health didn't dictate the power and the authority of his God in his life. This was gone and God, he still had God. Some people, their God is only powerful when it comes to their status. So when their status is gone, their, their, their relationship with God is gone. God wasn't all powerful in every area of your life. He was only powerful in what you wanted from him. 
Some people, their money is gone. They don't want to serve God anymore because that's what their life was built upon. Some people, their status is gone and they don't want to have anything to do with God. That's what the devil was trying to do to sway Job away from his relationship with God. You need to take the lid off of God. Get out of the way. Let God be God. Get, get self. Get carnality. Get out of the way and let God be God. Let God expand. You cannot help God by your knowledge. You cannot help God by your wisdom. You cannot help God by your craftiness. You can, without God, the devil will wipe you out. Are you listening to me? That's why it is he who lives in you who is greater than he who lives in the world. Get out of the way. If pride is halting your progress, you are in the way. If disobedience is halting your progress in God, you are in the way. If your uh, conceitedness is in the way and is halting your progress, you are in the way. When you exercise doubt concerning what can do, what God can do in your life, you are in the way. Get out of the way. Let God be illimitable. Let God be unlimited in you. Let God be God in every area of your life. In your conduct. In your words. In the way you present yourself. In who you are. In your ministry. Get out of the way. Be what God wants you to be. In your marriage. In your occupation. Get out of the way. Let God be God. God was God in all of Job's life. How do we know that? Because all of this was gone and Job still said, you're still my God. My Redeemer still liveth. If it has to be about you, you are in the way. If it has to be about what you think, you are in the way. If it has to be about your opinions, you are in the way. Get out of the way. Take the lid, the, lid, the lid off of God. Take the lid off of God. Unbelief is a lid. Disobedience is. Fear of tomorrow is a lid. Carnality, apathy spirit, is a lid that covers the eliminable abilities of God. Suppressive, being suppressive concerning the things that God wants to do. Suppression of passion, lack of excitement. You come before God and your daily weight is in the way. Uh, I guess they ain't going to have a good service today because I'm not in a good mood. I tell our ministers all the time. I, tell, I know some of the people are like, I'm keeping it real. We, didn't, we don't come into church to hear your realness. We come to church for God's realness. Are you listening to me? I'm just keeping it real. No, I don't want your realness. I have my own realness. I didn't come for that. Your realness plus my realness becomes a negative realness. Are you listening to me? I, so the reason why the pastor is upset preaching is because he's going through some things in his life. The people didn't come for what you're going through. They came for what God is doing and bringing us through. You know, I, I guess, you know, I'm upset before I came on, so I guess we ain't going to have good worship tonight. Because I'm in a bad mood. I tell our ministers all the time, that's not why we, we don't come here for what you're going through. Well, I'm keeping it right. I don't want to lie to the people. Okay, go back, and, go back and find out what God wants to do in your life and it will put you back on the platform. How is that? Amen. The whole church is doom and gloom. Why? Because the church is going through something. Now, we have to empathize with people. But the Bible says we don't live and weep as those without hope. Come on. I, I'm telling you this. There are churches that are wailing this Sunday morning because their political party lost and it's affected their mood in the church service right now as I speak. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
You, 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 you go to heaven, we go, I'm going to let you in about two minutes. I closed three times. This is closing number one. <laughs> we go to heaven and we have a long face. Like, you know, uh, why you have a long face? Because in the year 2020, my political party lost. Oh, really? So you had to live under the other political party? Yes. Guess what? We lived under Nero. What's your excuse? Eye has not seen, nor ear heard. Neither has it entered into the hearts of men the things that God has installed for those that love him. Luke chapter 12, verse 32, the Bible says, it pleases the Father to give you the kingdom. God wants to make you Eliminable and unlimited in your life. He says, It pleases the Father to give you the keys of the kingdom. And then in Proverbs chapter 27, I love this scripture. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 18. Write it down and we're done with this. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 18. The Bible says, Whoever keeps the fig tree will eat its fruit. Whoever keeps the fig tree will eat its fruit. So, the time came, the time came where Job kept the fig tree. When the test was over, he still had the fig tree. And God says, Job, because you held on to me, even to the very end, not only we know he's going to get blessed in heaven, not only are you going to be blessed in heaven, but on this earth also, I want you to establish me as you did before because I'm going to give you double for your trouble. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. God is eliminable in your life, in all areas. Not just in the things that you want, but in the things that you need also. Obedience, faith, confidence in Him. Hallelujah. Obedience, faith, confidence in Him. Walking under just the incredible exposure of who he is. God, you are unlimited in our lives. You are illimitable in our lives. And every, you are eliminable in this church. Our roof are open to you. Thank you for open heavens. I want you to just use the next minute. Just begin to talk to God. Say, God, if there's any area in my life where I've limited you, Maybe in your character. Let God visit the places that otherwise you wouldn't have let him visit. Open up your heart and your spirit to him. Open up your heart and your spirit to him. Hallelujah. Open up your heart and your spirit to him. Just talk to him. Say, Lord, if there's any area that will hurt my future, any area in my life that will, that will hurt who I am, the devil, came at, the devil came at Job and he found nothing. 
the devil came at Job and he could not find any flaw against Job. God was so proud of Job, bragging about Job. Lord, if there's anything in me that will hurt my ministry, is there anything in me that will hurt my marriage, if there's anything, lust, uh, doubt, uh, anger, wrath, darkness, if there's anything in my life, oh, let the Lord do that surgery in you. Lord, if there's anything in my life that will destroy my family, that will destroy my children, take it away from me. I want to be like Job. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. When the devil comes seeking after me, he found nothing against me, I declare. Father, if there's anything in me that would destroy my finances, rebellion, hallelujah, anything that would destroy my riches. Hello, my name is King Say. I am the pastor of Victory International Church. First and foremost, thank you so much for taking the time to watch this video. You know, challenges has a way of making life seem very difficult. But I want to assure you that you are right within the plans of God. The same God who brought you through yesterday's afflictions and challenges and difficulties. That same God is going to bring you through today and tomorrow. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And his words are true. God is going to continue to turn everything around in your life for your good. Tomorrow is going to be better because God's with you. And there's nothing that has happened to you or in your life that God cannot turn it around for good. I'm praying and trusting that the Lord will give you strength in your body. The Lord will heal you. No matter what the circumstances is, the Lord will bring you out and the Lord will cause his face to shine upon you. I want to encourage you to continue to live according to the hope that God has established. Live life looking forward to tomorrow because God is a good God. I want to extend a special invitation to you to join us in our services. We have amazing life groups in our church that will help you. We have a ministry called Victory 55 and that's geared towards people that are the age of 55 and up. It's an encouraging, inspiring ministry that will help your day-to-day -day life. We also have children's ministry, women's ministry. There are many wonderful ministries. The list goes on and on and on. These ministries are established to ensure that you are living an enriched life. Our services are on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. We are located in the city of Hamilton. Our address is 2799 Barton Street East in Hamilton, Ontario. You can also join our amazing services online on YouTube. You can find us by simply searching or typing Pastor Kingsley Osei, Canada. You are going to be inspired, you are going to be blessed, you are going to be encouraged, and your life is going to advance according to the purpose of God. If you have further questions, or you want to know much more about the ministries that this church offers, feel free to contact us and one of our wonderful staff will help you. God loves you. I pray blessings on you. May the Lord grant you peace and strength. And I want to thank you again for watching this video. We will see you very soon. Were you touched by the word today? Here's an opportunity to help Right Now Word spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. For your love gift of $20, you'll receive a copy of Pastor Kingsley Osei's dynamic and life-changing message called Kingship Inheritance. And for your love gift of $50 or more, you'll receive Kingship Inheritance alongside with Pastor Kingsley's book entitled Words of Influence with over 700 powerful and influential quotes. To get these books, please give by texting RNWORD to the number 289-806-3040 or write to Victory International Church. 
2799 Barton Street East, Hamilton, Ontario, L8E2J8, Canada. For more information, please call us at 1-888-983-2484. Thank you for watching Right Now Word with Pastor Kingsley Osei. We would like to invite you to join us for worship at Victory International Church, located at 2799 Barton Street East, Hamilton, Ontario. Once again, thank you for watching Right Now Word with Pastor Kingsley Osei.